Black political power is changing the direction of this country because we're a voice of change and our votes have real power. We have the chance to make a difference again here in Virginia. We must elect leaders who will fight for better jobs, better schools, affordable health care, who will care about keeping us safe from crime and systemic racism, and support our families' needs to recover from the pandemic. Let's take action together. Vote early until October 30th or vote on Election Day, November 2nd. Paid for by the NAACP. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sandspin, one and twos. We're broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. And this first segment of the second hour is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can find the cheapest rate out there for you. That's because he represents over 40 different carriers. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so without further ado, right now we're going to be joined by Hall of Famer, all right, two-time Silver Slug Award winner, Mr. MVP, Chipper Jones, now retired. What's going on, Chipper? Fellas, how's it going? Doing good. All right, man, glad to hear you. Thank you for taking time to join us. what's up, dog? <laughs> oh, Chipper. was like, hard what are you getting me into? Hey, Chipper, you know what, man? I Okay, because, again, you know, growing up, I wasn't a seam head, but I paid attention to baseball. You were one of my favorite ball players. But, you know, I wish we had more time because I would want to really talk about your Hall of Fame speech because there's not too many speeches I tune into, but we don't have time for that. But what I do want to ask you, because I've always wanted to ask you this, you know, when you came in, I mean, you were the number one overall pick in 1990. And then you get in the minor league system with the Braves. And I want to ask you, because the number 10, all right, because there's not too many. I mean, there's guys that make the Hall of Fame, but there's not too many guys that get their number retired by the organization. And when we think of certain numbers of baseball, you know, you think two Derek Jeter, you think 10. And to me, you know, when I think of that number 10 and the fact they retired, that's something that really sticks with you playing third base in that number. But when you were driving, you didn't even start wearing number 10. Did I remember that correctly? You wasn't originally number 10. And how did you get to switch to that number? <laughs> I was number 10 throughout uh, most of the minor league system. Okay. I guess when, when Harge and I were hanging out, I was I was 23 in rookie ball. But uh, okay. every, every time I went to a team, I wanted number 10. My father was number 10. Okay. When I was growing up, he was uh, the head baseball coach at uh, uh, Taylor High School, where I'm from, and uh, was a, a, a volunteer assistant at Stetson University, always number 10, and uh, just I always wanted to be doing what my dad was doing, whether it was playing baseball, whether it was you know offensive coordinator on the football team, assistant basketball coach, whether he was hunting, fishing, whatever. I was like that little puppy dog following him around everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, that number 10 stuck out there, and and Chip made some ways all the way through the minors, obviously, to a Hall of Fame career, and has done a lot to where... You guys there? Yeah, we we got you. Yeah, you still good. Okay. You still good. So, Chip, I wanted to ask you this. You know, we've talked, you and I have talked off air, we've talked a lot about the playoffs and getting hot at the right time. And the St. Louis Cardinals, for whatever reason... They always seem to find a way to get it going at the right time, whether it's the experience that they have or team guys just gelling. And you were part of some very talented baseball teams. What When you're looking at the playoffs and 
how to break it down. Last year, I talked to you about it. You said Tampa was probably going to be one of the best teams in baseball because of their pitching. They ended up making it to the to the World Series, didn't end up winning it, but they played outstanding. So what is it about getting hot at the right time? Did we lose him? I think we did. Think All right, we'll try to get him back. Phone yeah. call we'll try to get him back. Good yeah. question, though. Um, Maybe he got bored with me. He was like, <laughs> man, I'm done talking to you, dog. I'm done talking to you. What, so what years of that? You were with him for how long? Hard so, in the month? From 1990. Well, we were in spring training together like the entire time. We've been together the entire time. So, so he was the first pick overall. I was the 48th pick okay. overall. So, y'all so we were drafted in the same draft, and we were in rookie ball together all the way up to major league. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, I had to ask him. It was one of those. I knew you were going to come in with the baby. I had to ask him about that 10 because I thought it was – I didn't know that he had wore – I thought he had a different number than he switched to. But he did. He got but, drafted. He was wearing number okay. 23. Okay, number 23. Yeah. That's what I thought. But then the yeah. 10, I just said it because, too, man, you, there's guys that make it to Hall of Fame, but there's not too many that have an organization retire your number. And when you think 10 – I mean, the only other guy that comes to my mind would probably be that I've that maybe Gary Sheffer wore that number yeah, a little yeah. bit. But with Chipper with third base, that kind of stood out, so, so I had to get that one. So let me ask you this. So with that being said, when you look at the whole major league situ- situation, and Chipper is one of the few guys, as I told you before, there's guys that have been drafted, number one, and been also inducted into the Hall of Fame. There's only a couple of them. One of them is Chipper Jones, and the other one is Ken Griffey Jr. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I think we got Chipper back on, right? Chipper back with us. We dropped. Chip, you there? Yeah. Hey guys. Okay. Okay. All right, we lost. You. So my question was: the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> all good is, now. Yeah, we're yeah, good. We're we all good. St. Louis okay. Cardinals are one of the hottest teams in baseball. What is it about getting hot right before the playoffs to get to the next level and possibly win? I only league? hear you, by the way. Well, here. Oh, he say he doesn't hear us, or does he only hear us? I only hear you. I don't hear Mike. Oh, he doesn't hear Mike, but he hears me. Well, well, basically what he was trying, what Mike was asking you about, when we look at the situation, which I had a parlay question to this, but when we look at the Cardinals that just came off of like a 17, they got to 17 straight wins, and he said y'all had talked about it before, but how does that that work with a team? Like kind of talk about a team that gets hot, you know, at this time of year going into the postseason. Talk about the experience of that and how much that plays dividends going into the postseason. That was kind of his question. It's huge to be uh, um, the the hottest team coming in. I mean, so many times through the course of the years, heck, the the Marlins have never won the National League Eastern Division title, but they they got hot at the right time as a wild card and and went on to win two World Series, you know, in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, You say the same thing about, you know, California Angels uh, over the years, the San Francisco Giants have gotten hot at the right time a couple times, and certainly the St. Louis Cardinals as well. And I can't think of a better way to come into the postseason than on a, uh, you know, an 18 out of 20 or a 19 <laughs> out of 20, whatever they yeah. they, you know, have been over the over the last three weeks. It's uh, that's the team you want to you want to ride on. That's the team you want to look closely at and uh you know you, you could be looking at a at a 105 win team in LA you know sitting at the house in a couple of days <laughs> not <laughs> you know that's a nice segue chipper because that was going to be kind of my follow-up question to you because we've had this discussion on the show with Harge and I understand you come from an Arab was playing before they added this whole wild card playing game but you know about a grind of 162 seasons so 
How is that? Could just take me back to you as a, a mentality of a player. How is that going through? If you go through 162 games and you're on a team that wins over 100 games, but you got to face this one one team and a one one moves on just a playoff, not a two out of three, not a four out of seven. I hate to use the word fair because, like they say, fair is the only way they judge pigs at. They left this fair, but how does <laughs> how do you feel about that though? I mean, is that I mean, yeah, I'll ask you, is that fair though? I mean, because you're talking about it was either going to be the Giants or the Dodgers. I'm not saying that when the Cardinals have to go beat them first for this to be a topic. But what do you think about that? Is it something maybe they need to tweak about that, or do you think like, hey, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles? And I understand this doesn't really happen every year, but that's that's a hard pill to swallow, especially if you're coming off of a World Series title as the Dodgers are. How do you feel about that? It's a hard pill to swallow as a player, um, <laughs> but what you're trying to accomplish as you know somebody who's running baseball is to create as many game sevens, do or die games as as you possibly can. And what better way to do this? It's very unfulfilling as a player. And and by the way, my last game that I ever played was a wild card play-in game, uh, huh. and, and we lost we lost to the St. Louis Cardinals. So. I totally get it. You know, you, you prepare yourself for 200 games every year. You know, you got 20 or 30 in spring training. You got 162 game schedule, and you hopefully got 15 or 20 more in the postseason. And uh, to have it, you know, to to go and uh, you know play well enough to to make the playoffs and and have it come down to one, you know, nine inning game where you know the ball can can certainly not bounce your way. Um, yeah, it's a little unfair, but uh, I, I, I would imagine the fans of baseball thoroughly enjoy um, seeing that Game 7 type of atmosphere, you know, before before the big dance starts. Hmm. We're talking to World, Ser- World Series champion and Hall of Famer Chipper Jones. Chipper, I wanted to ask you this. So we're sitting here as we get ready for these playoffs and we think about the Atlanta Braves and obviously you're close to the Braves. You spend a lot of time there, but you sit and you think about Ronald Acuna Jr. Getting hurt and everyone's thinking, Oh no, this isn't going to work out for the Braves this year. Oh my goodness. What's going to happen. And all they do is go on and win the East again. Something that you were pretty familiar with (laughs) as we were playing and we were coming through. But as you sit and you look at this team, what is it about the Atlanta Braves that keeps them in the mix and right there at the top, even when they lose their best player? Uh, I think good leadership. Um, obviously, you know, people talk about uh, Freddie Freeman and Austin Riley and, you know, their MVP type of seasons this year. The MVP of the Atlanta Braves organization this year is Alex Anthopoulos. This team was mired at 500. We go four games under 500. We get back to 500. We go two games under. I think when the trade deadline got here, we were one game under 500. Here we sit at the end of the season, and they're 15. They finished 15 games over 500. Um, that is directly uh, because of the moves that Alex Anthopoulos made at the at the trade deadline to be able to bring in, in order to compensate for a, the absence of a Ronald Acuna Jr. to bring in uh, Jorge Soler. Uh, Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall. Oh my yes. goodness! I mean, yes. uh, don't 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 forget about Eddie Rosario. Got some big hits down the stretch as well. He brought in really four outfielders, and 
my goodness, they, they helped carry the ball club. I mean, from the time that they got here, uh, obviously 16 games on over 500. I would imagine that's one of the, you know, that's probably in the top five in all of baseball as far as records go from the, from the, uh, trade deadline. And, um, yeah, I mean, the guys have to go out there and play, but, uh, you know, from the top, you have to give the manager and the guys out there on the field some pieces to play with, and Alex didn't disappoint. He did a tremendous job, and, and I think he's the number one reason why the Braves won this division. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're joined by Hall of Famer Chipper Jones. Uh, Chip, let me ask you, because we're getting the postseason. You talk about manager. What? Give me your take on, what's your opinion on, you know, you look at a team, I know Harge follows them closely, and we're down here in this region in the Astros. Uh, talk about the job you think Dusty Baker has done down there, because Dusty's a guy that's been, I think, in his career unfairly criticized sometime, not appreciated. I mean, he's with the Astros. I don't even think he has an extension really yet, but he walked into <laughs> he walked into a difficult situation in regards to the whole thing the Astros was going through with that. But speak on just Dusty Baker and you think the job that he's done with the Houston Astros, considering the situation he walked into. Look, all Dusty's ever done is win. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's the first guy to ever win the division with five different teams. Why on earth he's had to go to five different teams? I have no idea because we as players. Love to have that that um, solid foundation from from top to bottom, whether it's GM, uh, assistant GM, manager, coaching staff. You like to have that um, consistency, and uh, for him to have gone to five different places is absolutely mind-boggling to me. Um, yes, he walked into a very difficult position there in Houston from the standpoint of. Um, you know, a, a distraction point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also walked into a pretty, pretty damn good club down there in Houston. <laughs> they still got some, they still got some pretty good pieces down there. And uh, you, you just knew that uh, he was the right man for the job to come in and kind of keep those distractions, keep those questions at arm's length, maybe take the fire on himself, take it away from the players so that they can concentrate on going out and playing the game of baseball. And lo and behold, you know, you expect the, the, you know, the pressure and the questions and the distractions to get to that ball club. They just went out and wanted, you know, won the division again. And that's a very competitive division out there in the AL West. So uh, kudos to, to Dusty. We'll certainly be watching them this October. Chip, before we let you go, bro, I got to know how you hitting them these days and when's the next time, last time you played with uh, Smoltzy? <laughs> Oh, um, I hit him a lot the last time I played. I, yeah, I was I was all over the joints. Um, I had actually just come off of two rounds. Um, Smosey and I had partners, of course, um, but uh, we, you know, took took a little cash off the off the old bald man, you know, and uh, was feeling pretty good about myself. And then I I, I just. Totally went out and crapped the bed last time <laughs> and lost it all back. So you know, when it, it's it's just like baseball, man. You think you think you think you got this thing licked. You think you got to figure it out. You stick your chest out. You pop off a little bit and it smacks you right in the mouth. <laughs> all right, Chipper, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to join Harge and myself today. It was a pleasure, man, and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Fellas, enjoyed it. God bless. Appreciate you. it, Chip. All right, Chipper Joe. All right, there you go, man. I didn't, you know, because I, I had to choose. It was either it was either the numbers question 
you know, or either was the Bobby Cox with the spikes. I was going to ask him, like, tell me you did. Tell me Bobby didn't really. Is that a myth that he didn't really manage all games and spikes? Whatever. But I say, no, I'll go with the number. Yeah. All games and spikes. Wow. Wow. Real talk. Yeah, man. Hall of Famer Chipper Jones. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. When we get back, we'll take a look at that Texas and TCU game. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you go to their website at Hazel Sky Online, where you can shop for the comforts of your own home. Um, all right, so coming up next segment, we'll get our Monday night preview breakdown presented by Cover 3. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into that here. But before we get into that and before we get to the phones, what we want to do real quick is I want to kind of get this UT and TCU game and perspective of what you kind of saw, Harge, because first of all, and I told you, come when we do Wednesday's power rankings, yep. that's when I want your 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 Heisman candidates that you have since we're that, okay? Because B.J. Robinson, this running back, this running back. No, I'm telling I, you right now, he's yeah, on there. Of course. And he's starting to get on a lot of people's list. But uh, he might be the new he might be the new beast mode of the new beast. I mean, and I don't throw that out. I, I want to see because I always take it. Come on, see, Clarence but, 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 No, no, no. Hey, no, no. I ain't up there with Clarence. Clarence got Clarence was on that yak last night. Oh, man, I'm going to tweet out. That's prime time, man. Like, what? Stop you got to leave it. my boy chill here yeah, alone. Yeah, stop it. Okay. Well, first of all. No, because this is the thing. You got to remind. I come from a mentality of SEC. I come from a mentality of scouts mm-hmm. that go to this conference, which we call the SEC, that drafts a lot of people to the league. I know Big 12 going to their drought. But I'm going to tell you the mentality of what it is, okay? The mentality is, is they ask you, how do you, scouts want to know, how did you do in your rival game? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you stand out? So I, I, I'm going to use that term loosely. I'm not saying he's Marshawn Lynch, whatever, but for the college thing and where this kid's running the ball and his size is very underestimating of his strength. Because there's some carries, Harge, where I see like two or three guys on his back and he's getting two more extra yards before they blow the whistle to stop the play. But I'm very eager to see how he does in a big robbery game. Because I told you, and I know we're going to be joined, I think Chip Brown, we're going to talk to him on Thursday. And I remember we had Chip on at the start of the season, I told him, I said, man, I think OU's getting a lot of fluff, man, because they're quarterback. And if the elephant in the room, and we'll talk about it more during the week, the elephant in the room is that Oklahoma is not producing the points at the clip that they have when we talk about the Colin Murray, the, uh, Baker, you know, the Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. No, but we got time the week to talk about that. But let's talk about UT because this is a situation where they could have been, and it's, a, and it's credit to Sark, because it's a, it's a week that they could have been peeking ahead to that Red River. You see, I mean, just yeah. like what we witnessed last night, I believe that had a lot to do with New England's performance against the Saints. They started probably preparing for Patriots, even Saints. They probably punted on the Saints. we like, look, man, we're going to be making sure we're ready come Sunday night. But credit to Sark, because this is dealing with a bunch of young kids, 8, 19, 20-year-old kids, you coming up with a robbery like OU, fans are into it, alumni, you have a tendency to peak forward, but they didn't, and they get another win under Casey Thompson. Well, here, here, here's the biggest thing that I'll take from this, and I was fortunate enough to be part of the press conference today with Coach Sark. And Coach Sark said this last week, and he's going to continue to push this narrative. Texas doesn't earn, hasn't earned anybody's respect. So they have to go out there every single True. week. They get everybody 
best game is against Texas because they want to just say, I got that notch on my belt. We beat Texas. They're not what they think they are. They're never back. So as far as the respect, I think that's where Coach Sark is really focusing on and making the kids understand and the players understand that, hey, man, y'all haven't done anything yet. This is not this is not new to you. And I go back to the fact that one time they had a they had a, a meeting and he said, how many of you players in this room won a Big 12 championship? And only one that could do it was Coach Blake Gideon. And so him being able to talk to this team and keep them grounded, because let's not forget, they had to get humbled by Arkansas. They were reading yeah. their press clippings that first week. And the, back to your point about B. John Robinson, the, the, the telling moment was when Texas, I think it was third and seven at the end of the game, and he got nine. With the team on his back, when they know you're about to run the ball, yeah. and he he was making people miss in a phone booth. He was yeah. he was juking them at the line before they could even get him. And to your point about him getting up and down the field three, four more yards, that's what the that's what the point is right there. So to to what you're saying, and I'll give you my Heisman, but you best believe my man is in the mix. Yeah, yeah, he's he's starting to get outside this region's mix too. He's on the lips of a lot. Like everybody's jockeying a little bit before they go on the record. I'm talking about the writers, the publicists, the people that got votes. But at the end of the day, yes, he's definitely emerging as that. And again, he could take one step further as this big robbery game coming up at OU, especially if he has a huge game. What he had 212 yards against TCU, something like that. Come on, man, something like that. Okay, come on, two sixteen for thirty. Two sixteen. I shorted him yeah, about yeah. a couple. Don't be getting his money, man. All right, man. Keep the change, man. We're, we're on a coin shortage. We're Doing we're to a coin coin yeah. 736-976. <laughs> you listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Routers Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. The flow of the century. Oh, it's timeless. Ho! All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. Make sure you go uh, to their website, hazelscottonline.com, where you can shop for the comforts of your own home as well, too. Um, All right, so this is what we'll do uh, before we get into – well, yeah, well, first off, let's get into it uh, before we get to our Monday night preview game breakdown presented by Cover 3. Um, let's go to the phones here real quick. We'll take a phone call here. Let's go who we got on the line here. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mike? Okay, man. Um, yeah, I got to give you and hard credit, you know, where, where it's due. You know, I'm not the Cowboy fan out there. And I told you when they brought in Dan Quinn that uh, well, I was judging off what i seen in preseason. I didn't like what I saw. Uh, but judging by what I've seen the first three or four ball games, Dan Quinn is de- definitely making an impact on the uh, Cowboys defense. Uh, this number seven guy, I don't know where he came from, but uh, like I said, he's leading the league in interceptions with five, I think, and he's definitely playing some good football. Uh, he-, he could be on the uh, Pro Bowl team if he keep playing the way he plans. So, yeah, like I said, I know hard, that's I know that's his team. So, like I said, we'll see what they do against the Giants. Hopefully they don't have a letdown 
you definitely don't want to get beat by a Jason Garrett-led offense. That <laughs> that would be an ultimate insult to let Jason Garrett beat the uh, Cowboys this week. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the Cowboys keep playing some good defense, and they won't let just Jason Garrett beat them on offense uh, this coming Sunday. And I thank you for taking my call. All right, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. You know, man came back in here say, "Hey, y'all are wrong. I told you that's the second, third preseason game that Dan Quinn. I could see the difference. I thought it would. Be, I didn't anticipate them playing this well, but I definitely could see the uh, the difference." And Diggs, he come from Alabama. And I thought he was maybe one of the weakest one there. I mean, I don't want to crap on Diggs, but Diggs come like I said, Nick Saban. Don't forget his brother playing in the NFL. Yeah, too, I know. You know what I'm I know. So Stephon Diggs. I know. Yeah. I know the pedigree, but he again, that's coaching and being coached up and a want to go get better because he looked lost this time last year right. and he got going. But I mean, to be, I mean, he's because I, 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 I think I disrespect him if I say he's hot hand at the dice game. I mean, but five ints. And place, I mean, some people will just end up, and when it clicks, and they got a knack for the ball, a sense to be around the ball, maybe that's what he's got. He got the click. It clicked. Yeah. Everything is kind of happening fast enough for him now that he's seen it. Because like you said, he was was swimming upstream when the water's going downstream last year. Yes. And he had to get it all together, and he got it all together. So I'm I'm just going to continue to ride with it, and I got to give it credit where credit's due. They have – impressed me defensively because they're leading the NFL in turnovers. And there was a point where they weren't getting any turnovers over the last two, three years. They weren't getting any. And I've told you, man, a thousand times on the show over the years, you know, Wade Phillips, I think is a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator, Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator, not a good head coach. Okay. Dan Quinn had a tough time in Atlanta. Not a good coach, but obviously he's a good – if you give him one unit to concentrate on during the week and that's what his specialty is, evidently he's exceeding. And I think the time and limit, and I know he's not our man here at Trailer with UTSA, but I think behind closed doors with his comments last week, he's talking about not eating the cheese. So, I mean, we'll see how they go. I mean, Giants, that's an interesting win coming off of that getting ready Saints, and then you got a division to see if you can parlay that. But before we go on, let's get into – our Monday night football preview presented by Cover 3, who has locations here in San Antonio and Austin. Before we get into the breakdown, Hards, what can you tell us about Cover 3? Make sure you get over there for happy hour. They always have a great happy hour. They got wine Wednesdays. They got an unbelievable brunch. But tonight, make sure you get over there so you can watch the Chargers and the Raiders because Cover 3 is your spot for all good things that happen on Monday night. Yes, sir. Cover 3, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and a sponsor of our Monday night football preview. And when I look at this, this is the big AFC West matchup. Um, you know, Chargers could really send a message. You know, they, they were able to defeat Kansas City last week. Uh, they're getting the Raiders, who are undefeated, one of the few undefeated teams left. Matter of fact, I think they're the last undefeated team left in the NFL. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, Denver fell behind the uh, eight ball yesterday with Baltimore. We'll get <clears> into that game. Yeah, yeah I got some things to. to say about that game, that Bush League stuff. But that at the end, but, you know, I'll get into that. But that sets it up for a monster tonight. And we talk about the improvement of defenses as we talk about Dallas. You got to talk about that, about the silver and black out there in Las Vegas. They, uh, Gus Bradley, I think their talent is not as good as Dallas on defense as a whole, but they're getting it done. And Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr, I mean, he's had Gruden call other quarterbacks, you know, take them out to dinner, you know, DM them, flirt with all of them. But Derek Carr said, hey, I'm going to prove that I'm the guy. Now, I don't know what the status is on Josh Jacobs because for them to get a win last week, and I know Pittsburgh's going to struggle, but to do that without Josh Jacobs, I thought that was impressive. But somebody I think tonight is going to send a message to the West because Denver is still until they the narrative with them is you see they played somebody with a winning schedule they didn't lose we're not going to factor them in 
Kansas City has a tough matchup coming Sunday night with the Buffalo Bills in primetime. And Buffalo, they've recorded two shutouts, and they are balling. And I think Emmanuel Sanders might be the most underrated signing this offseason in the NFL out of the 32 teams. So tonight's game, if the Raiders win to – let me tell you what's in the state for the Raiders, which I believe they're a three-point – they're catching a three-point underdog on the road to Sophie uh, Stadium. But if they win tonight, not only are they the last undefeated team still – now you have stretched pretty much a three-game lead, or would it be two games or three? They would be two games up on Kansas City, what they've yet to play. So you get an advantage of them going in there. Now, if you're Chargers and you win tonight, as I say, the golden boy that's been chosen to Justin Hibber, <laughs> if, he, if he wins tonight, he's taking down Kansas City, and he's taking – I should say they, but he's quarterback the team to take down Kansas City and the Raiders. But when I look at tonight, I will sit there and tell you. I mean, we always say we integrate gambling on the show for new <laughs> listeners, but, you know, the home team gets three. Choose wisely. Yeah, the home team wins three. But if I'm looking at this game tonight, I might have a small lean to the Raiders because I think Derek Carr's in his own. I'm still not sold on the Chargers secondary. And I and I and they've got one of the best safeties and one of the young safeties in the game. But I'm still not sold. Like Chris Harris a little bit longer than two. I think, and again, Hard, you brought up this last week. Everybody and their mama in the stadium and at home know the tight end, know he's getting the ball. And they're trying to scheme. And no one can still stop him from really – in some point of the game, he runs about 10, 15 yards of separation, whether it's a seam route or that route. So that's something else that I'm looking to see. How does this defense with the Chargers, how they're going to handle Waller and try to take that away? Because to me, that's the key to the Raiders right now. Take You have to find a way to contain Waller. And, and make don't Derek let Carr rugs, yeah. And don't let rugs get behind you, yeah. Because then he'll lay it up there. He'll set you up with those dink, 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 and then all of a sudden, boom, bomb deep. Yeah, rugs is also a deep threat. Yeah, you're right. You got to watch him, and so it's two of them that occupy you. But no, definitely tonight. This is a big game for your AFC West and those standings, and in the AFC in general. When we get back, before we get out of here, we'll get to Zach's phone call and DJ. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hart, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sands spin the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Don't forget to go to their website at hazelskyonline.com where you can check out all their latest products and shop for the comforts of your own home. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. They now offer their already pre-made, ready-to-drink alcoholic drinks in different flavors at any of your local liquor stores, all right, in Austin, in San Antonio, in both. Or you can just add your favorite lick alcohol as well, too. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right, man. So before we get to the phones, you have to make it quick. A couple other things. Like, again, we're usually heavy on Mondays with NFL and college. Today we didn't get to a lot because we had Chipper Jones in, which is glad that he was able to join us. So tomorrow we'll get more to some college games we didn't get to. I definitely want to look at that Notre Dame and Cincinnati situation, what this means for Cincinnati. Um, also, we didn't get an opportunity to uh, get to some other NFL games. Definitely got a thought on the Broncos falling down to the Ravens. Lamar's working on that bag. I mean, a lot of this has to do with Lamar. He's a, 
he's a he's a monster to have to game plan for him. Uh, we'll talk about that. We didn't get a chance with the Urban Meyer news. I know that's going to be a bigger story tomorrow. I mean, man, <laughs> Urban's off to a rough start, and I ain't talking about them L's and other, like, every decision. I'm, oh, I'm he took like, an L, all yeah. right. He took another L. thinking, like, damn. I'm like, I ain't seen a girl that thirsty. since. Like, she was thirsty like it was 100 degrees, just worked out in no water fountain. Like, damn, like, you, if, it was, if you want it like that, you must say, hey, Urban, man, there's a room. Can we just do that? And Urban just sitting there like, hey, man. It's camera phones, people. Like, it's, come on, Irvin. But here's the topper. Both of the places, the restaurant and the bar that he's in, he owns. It's called yeah. Urban Meyer. Uh, yeah, she knew. Like, oh, hey, come on. Oh, the wife's at home. Watch the kid. Okay. Oh, After two or three. Urban, so had, Urban had to sit up in front of everybody because a reporter asked him, like, did you apologize? So, oh, of course. The kid's like, yeah, they make your ass write contracts if you won't come back and coach. Your ass will be writing something. She's going to have a different contract. Be like, I take half of this house, Urban. Like, damn, man, this boy, he's having a hard, rough time, man, his first year. Be careful what you ask for. Can be careful? I'm like, man, this girl made it no obvious. Knowing people sitting there like, hey, man, you see Urban over there? <laughs> like, yeah, phone. man. Look Somebody got paid. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Before we get out of here, let's go to the phones here real quick. I have to make it quick. Let's go to Zach. Zach, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Zach? Man, what's up, Calvin? What's, what's up, up Hard? What's, what's, what's up? Hey, look, we ain't here to talk about the Colts because we ain't gloating about beating Miami. <laughs> Uh, the one thing I will say on that, though, is, Calvin, if you're going to talk anything into existence for us, talk us into Aaron Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Now you just begging. That's all man. I'm saying. It man. is what it is. I don't, I don't want to talk about that. The one thing I do want to talk about is, uh, so Lincoln Riley, Ryan Day, they inherited teams from previous coaches who had a resume, who had whatever. Uh, Ryan Day – his team's struggling. They, they look like they're on the right track. It is what it is. But Lincoln Riley, Spencer Rattler is the first quarterback you had since a baby. Every other quarterback that you were successful with was a transfer in. Hmm. It don't look the same to me. Well, it, it doesn't, Zach. I hate to cut you off. Good phone call, man. A uh, good phone. Sorry, DJ. Call back tomorrow, man. We ran out of time, but yeah, definitely talk. We got all week to talk about this Red River deal, but no, definitely they're struggling. This is that's the elephant in the room. The office doesn't look the same under what the expectations of Lincoln Rally, but we'll give them time to see if they can get it uh, get it done. All right, man. That's a wrap. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mike Harge. Thanks for saying spin the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio. People have been. Tyler, people from the Shy City, people down the old 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for it's a snooze button before you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find Where's my order? My Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more.